It's the one thing I think you and I are having the most trouble doing, and we're going to talk about it. Also, come on, Barbie, let's go party. It appears the nation is. And is it time to let the Menendez brothers out of jail? Oh, yeah, remember them? Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corel Cast. I am Corel. Happy Monday. So very glad you are joining me on this Monday uh, in the late part of July uh, in the year 2023 on No Domini uh, AD. <laughs> I think BC means before share, by the way. Can I just, you know, can I just say that? Uh, by the way, share is actually starting a gelato company. I'm not making that up. Share Lotto, it's called. I'm not making this up. Uh, she has bought a food truck and it's going to be Share Lotto and you're going to be able to get your share lotto out there. Uh, all right. There's a lot going on in the world. And, uh, for instance, I made a list. I've been making lists about things. Uh, there is the Rhodes wildfire in Greece. I'm sure you've heard about this. They have Greece's largest evacuation. Over 20,000 people uh, evacuated from the island of Rhodes. Uh, and there's another fire that just started in Greece. And there's another fire that just started in Canada. Uh, also in Nova Scotia, record-breaking biblical propor proportions rain, they are calling it. Of course, here in the Southwest, uh, United States, here in Nevada uh, and Arizona and California, record-breaking temperatures continue. Uh, in Arizona, they've had uh, 20 days plus over 110. Uh, right now, right here, right now, today, Monday, uh, in Las Vegas, it's going to be about 107, 108. Yesterday was 111. Uh, just very, 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 very hot. Uh, and that, by the way, the heat, uh, I just read this morning, this year, the heat is going to cost the United States $100 billion uh, in missed productivity uh, because of the heat. And I want you to think about this, because when you hear these stories about the heat, you're like, yeah, 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 it's hot, so what? Well, okay, we talked about sharing a food truck, right? Um, food truck operators can't operate in this temperature. It's too hot for them to be inside the truck. It's too hot for them to go park the truck somewhere. It's too hot for them to have people come up to the truck to eat. Okay? Outside vendors uh, can't work in this temperature. There are many people who cannot work in this temperature. They can't do their job. And there are many people who can't get to work in this temperature for various reasons. $100 billion it's going to cost the economy this year alone in missed productivity. That's a hell of a lot of money. And you take into account the roads fire. You take into account Vermont, Nova Scotia, what's happening with the rain. You take all this into account. And, of course, we know that the food shortage has already begun, okay, already begun. And then a tornado smashed a, a Pfizer plant uh, in the Midwest. 50,000 pallets of medication were destroyed. And now Pfizer is saying there's going to be major drug shortages in the United States. And already here in Nevada, California, Washington, Oregon, there's major drug shortages anyway. It's getting so bad that pharmacies will not fill your prescription for a medication 
unless you live within five miles of that pharmacy. People now are waiting a week, two weeks, months to get life-saving medications. And part of that, part of it, is climate. And now it's going to get worse because of the tornado that ripped into the Pfizer plant. So given all of this, okay, first of all, it becomes so painfully obvious that the only issue you should be voting on is climate. I mean, it just it just becomes painfully obvious that, you know, you got to vote on climate. You know, uh, yesterday, Sunday, uh, Steve and I went on a casino walk, which was great fun, by the way. I have to tell you, uh, Steve and I met in the morning it, because I went to take Ember for a walk at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, and it was already 98 degrees at 8 a.m. It was already two degrees away from 100. You can't walk a dog in 98 degrees. Please don't walk your dog in 98 degrees with the sun out. Don't do it. Okay? And certainly don't let them touch the concrete if it's above 95 degrees outside. Do not let them walk on the ground. In Phoenix, as I said on Friday, they are getting third-degree burns. In California, here in Nevada, in parts of California, people are getting third-degree burns from the concrete, from, um, you're, you know, you're walking up somewhere, you're going up a staircase, and you grab the metal railing. That's it, third-degree burn on your hands. People are getting third-degree burn. Here in Nevada yesterday, two dumbasses, may they rest in peace, decided it was a good idea to go hiking in the Valley of Fire, where it's called the Valley of Frickin' Fire, okay? And they decide to go hiking, and they're dead. Two women, gone. These are women that had plans. They're women that had a life, you know, but they decide to go for a hike in the Valley of Fire, and guess what? Dead. Because somehow they thought it was a good idea to go out there in this heat. And, of course, it's not. You know, it's just not. So the only issue that we should be voting is climate change. And upheaval is going on around the world. In Spain, they nearly had enough votes to instill a, a just terrifying right-wing government. It fell short, thank goodness. Israel is in crisis as Netanyahu goes in for a pacemaker, uh, and they're voting on judicial reform. And, and they're in, So there's all this going on in the world, okay? And again, climate change, because of your food, because of the places you want to live. Steve and I talked about that yesterday at our casino walk. So I, I scooped up Ember at 90, when it was 98 degrees, went to pick up Steve. We rode in his Jeep over to the Bellagio. Uh, we parked at Bellagio, walked through by the Valentino Salon, where uh, Steve's little dog Valentino, of course, is their namesake. Then we walked all through the convention area of the Bellagio, which is great fun. Convention areas are the best places to walk a dog in the summer because they're long, long hallways. They're usually empty on the weekends or the more early mornings. Uh, and you can play ball and just have a ball. And as we're walking through Bellagio, we went to their uh, the fine art gallery, which was really cool. Ten bucks, and it's just one room. Uh, but we're locals, so it was ten bucks. Uh, we saw some very interesting art there. Very, I th saw Maplethorpe, and uh, it was really cool, actually. I, I recommend uh, you go to the Bellagio's uh, fine art exhibit. Uh, and then we left Bellagio, uh, and we took the tram down to Park MGM. 
uh, a lovely, fabulous hotel. Again, going through the convention center. And then at Park MGM, we went to House of Gaga, which was very cool. It's an entire little store that's set up to display Lady Gaga's costuming, which, oh my God, is just incredible. We know that she and the rest of the world are saddened because of the loss of Tony Bennett. Uh, I was saddened. I know you were saddened. So we went to House of Gaga. Uh, then we sat at Itali, E-A-T-A-L-Y, and he had a Bloody Mary. Uh, and then we went over to New York, New York. And on the streets of New York, we had lunch at Chin Chin, which really needs to expand their vegan option. Uh, and then we walked back, and that was like a, almost a four-mile walk, three-and-a-half-mile walk. Uh, and we did it because it's just too freaking hot to be outside. And the number one complaint from people was the heat. And so I need to ask you, is staying optimistic the one thing you're having trouble doing these days? I'd like to hear from you. I'd like your comments down below. If you're one of my fabulous patrons on Patreon, who this Sunday we're going to have a call, um, I want you to, to tell me, is it hard for you? Is, is optimism the one thing you are finding the hardest right now in today's world? Because there is nary a good headline, politically, socially, climate-wise. There really isn't a good headline. And even if you try to tune it all out, if you say, look, I'm just not going to pay attention to all that. It brings me down. The, the signs of what's happening are everywhere. You, you can't really avoid them. Whether it's the climate or it's idiots that you encounter who are saying ridiculous things. Is staying optimistic one of the hardest things to do right now? I'd love your comments down below at youtube.com forward slash reallycorel at Patreon, or you can email contact at reallycorel.com. Is optimism the hardest commodity to have right now? Love to hear from you. All right, come on, Barbie, let's go party. Proof that boycotts do not work. Barbie, the movie. We'll talk about it next. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corelcast app free at the app store of your choice now. Barbie, let's go party. Eh, 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 eh. All right, so proof that boycotts do not work and that the right losing their mind doesn't matter and that these movies that the right keeps releasing, I'm not going to say the title of it, but there's a movie out right now at the box office with this Henry Cazaville guy and it just reached the $100 million, mile mar uh, $100 million mark and they're saying, see, this proves conservatives, blah, blah, blah. The movie is a total QAnon thing about, you know, liberals kidnapping your children and, you know, oh, it's just, it's a ridiculous film. Uh, but it's only made $100 million. They're like, oh, look, it's made $100 million. Over the weekend, Barbie broke all box office records and pulled in $158 million. People were showing up in pink. People were lined up around the block to get in. And... Because of the marketing on social media, Oppenheimer 
open to about 85 million and over 60% of the people who saw Barbie also saw Oppenheimer because of all the Barbenheimer, you know, stuff. Now Oppenheimer is three hours long. So I went to see Barbie on Friday afternoon after the show. I at the, uh, where'd I go? The Suncoast. Oh dear God. The Suncoast needs a little, little pick me up, a little, a little remodel. Uh, the theaters were okay, but the casino was, well, you can tell it's a local casino, honey. Uh, but anyway, so I went to the Suncoast and I, and Ember loved it. She, she loves to go in the movies. I have to tell you, I haven't had that much fun at a theater in a long time, at least a regular theater, <laughs> not an adult theater, but I haven't had that much fun. First of all, Margot Robbie is Barbie. Okay. She's played stereotypical Barbie. She looks like stereotypical Barbie. Ryan Gosling, oh my God, he's everything a Ken doll should be, honey. Oh, he's gorgeous. He's just, oh, I'm so in love with him. I really am in love with him. I've been in love with him for a while now. Him and Sam Ryder. I want to marry Sam Ryder. Or Taryn Egerton. Oh, my husband. Uh, anyway, so I went to see it. I'm in a movie theater with lots of women. Uh, and I, we just had the best time. Laughed out loud so many times. I mean, just laugh out loud. Because the movie doesn't take itself seriously. Okay? However, it de I can see why the right has tried, told everyone to boycott it. And, get, and see, see what happens when you just ignore the noise? See what happens? People are tired of the right being screaming and yelling about everything in culture. They're tired of it. And Barbie proves that. Ted Cruz has rallied about Barbie instead of what's going on in his state. Marjorie Taylor Greene, while she, if she's not showing naked pictures of Hunter Biden on the floor of Congress, which she did, by the way, and now his lawyers are suing her for ethical violations, she literally held up naked pictures of Hunter Biden off his laptop on the floor of Congress. Hunter Biden, who's not elected to anything, you know, uh, so... This is proof that the right does not have this power over pop culture that we give them. We give them this credit for, oh, they took down Budweiser. Oh, they're taking down Disney. No, they're not. Okay? Because they were screaming about Barbie. Don't go see it. Don't take the kids to see it. Everybody's going to see it. And everybody should go to see it. Men, you should go see it. A, because it's just a wonderful movie, and if you're straight, I mean, lots of eye candy. Uh, but B, because of the message. The message of this movie is one of the best. Greta Gerwig, thank you so much for this film. And I'm not a woman, but, well, at least, you know, uh, I'm not. But God bless her for this movie. And America Ferrara, oh, my God, she is the heart of the film. She gives a speech in the third act of Barbie, where I literally screamed out, yes, sister. And it's all about what it's like being a woman. You know, you got to be sexy, but don't be too sexy or else you're a slut. You've got to be smart, but don't be too smart unless you're this. You've got to be powerful, but don't be too powerful or you're a bitch. You've got to be, you know, on, she, she goes on like that for almost five minutes and every word out of her mouth is true. We make it impossible for women to be themselves, to be empowered, to, you know, to be strong, 
because we tell them they can only do so much. You know, don't want, you can't want to be thin, but you're supposed to be thin. You know, you can't, there just a myriad of contradictions that it is that women have to deal with in today's world. And this movie so beautifully points out what a challenge it is to be a woman in today's world. And Barbie, whether you like it or not, is a feminist icon. There are so many people that you know blame Barbie for anorexia. They blame her for consumerism. They blame her for so many things. The fact is that through Barbie, young girls and women have been able to see themselves as astronauts, as doctors, as lawyers. Now, there's some funny, there's great history of Barbie in the movie, and there's some Barbies that we've all forgotten about, like Alan. How many of you remember Alan? They made a, Ken, a, a friend for Ken. His name is Alan. He's in the movie. He's lonely. Everybody, There's like a million Kens, a million Barbies. There's one Alan, and, he, and he's lonely. They made a sugar daddy Barbie. I'm not making that up. A, a male sugar daddy Barbie. Uh, and they made that in the 70s. They discontinued it. They made a black Barbie who, if you pumped her arm down, her breasts got bigger. Not making this up. They made Midge a pregnant Barbie. Uh, not making this up. And I love weird Barbie. Oh, my God. Kate McKinnon. If anybody steals the movie, it's Kate McKinnon with her weird Barbie. But the film truly truly is something that needs to be seen by young girls and women and by men and young men and teenage men because they need to understand that being a woman in today's world is nearly impossible. And also, women, it has a powerful message about how you treat men. It's just such a great film. And it is, it is just proof that these embargoes and these rantings and ravings by the right, they don't work. They don't work. They might work for some things, some lesser things, but when something like a Barbie movie comes along that deals with something we've all grown up with, okay, all of us. Now, I'm not going to give away a lot of the film, but I will tell you there are some downright hysterical moments. When her feet go flat, I, I almost wet myself. I swear to God. Because, you know, when you take off Barbie's shoes, remember her, her feet, they're like, they go like this. Remember, even when you take off her shoes, she's on tiptoe. And in the movie, that's how she is. Except one morning she wakes up and her feet go flat. Her heels touch the ground and she can't walk. And she makes a great statement when she comes to the real world and said, if my feet weren't on tiptoe, I would never wear heels. Why would anybody? Hello? Hello? Heels are uncomfortable unnatural, and were invented as a torture device for women. And that's the truth. High heel shoes were invented so women couldn't run away in the dirt before the era of concrete. Uh, and yes, they make your butt look good, women, but they're just, they're not worth the damage they do to your, you know, to your body. Oh, God, we were walking around Resorts World the other day. We saw these women, and oh, my God, it was, oh, my God. It's like, why do you dress like that? Uh, for men, unfortunately. They bring that up. You know, a lot of women don't want to dress the way they dress, but they do it for men. Because men want them. So the Barbie movie is true that if we just ignore the rantings of the right, that your culture responds. And that they're not as powerful as we'd like to think they are. 
If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K A R E L.com. You know, if you're of a certain age, you remember the Menendez brothers. There's been TV shows made about them. Uh, there's been documentaries. They're the two kids that shot their parents to death and then went to jail. And they've been in jail for 33 years. Eric and his brother Kyle. Yes, Menendez. Oh, I did that from memory. And I remember the trial because I thought they were drop-dead gorgeous. I was like, oh, my God, those gorgeous kids killed their parents? And I also, I also thought one of them was gay. I'm like, he's gay. Uh, and there's an article, an editorial in New York Times. Is it time to let the Menendez brothers out of jail? Is 33 years in jail, they're now in their 50s, uh, is 33 years in jail enough? And the premise is that when they went to trial, the Menendez brothers, they at first had two separate trials with two separate juries. Both juries deadlocked between murder and manslaughter. And so they retried the case with one jury, and the judge did not let as much of the evidence, or hardly any of the evidence, of abuse in the trial. Well, over those 33 years, we have found out that the father was sexually abusing the sons, we found out that the father also raped. Uh, there's been an allegation of rape from one of the original members of Menudo, of all things, uh, that the father uh, who worked in the industry raped him when he was 13 years old. And so all this information has come to light that, guess what? They were abused. And they were sexually abused. There's letters from, seven, from the then 17-year-old Menendez's to their cousins that said, I lay, you know, afraid every night that he's going to come back into the room. And I'm not saying that people who are sexually abused have the right to pick up a shotgun and kill their relative that's abusing them. But would it surprise you if they did? Would it surprise you if two kids who felt there was no way out from the abuse they're kids, by the way, when this happened. They were kids. They were 18 and 20, something like that. They were kids. Would it surprise you that that's their response to the abuse? No. No, it wouldn't. And should they pay some price? Because even if they were abused, again, you know, I watch all these shows, all these, you know, true crime shows, as well as fake true crime shows. Uh, like CSI, I'm in. I'm into CSI Miami now. I finished CSI the original. Now I'm into the Miami. Then I'll do the New York. I'm also watching this great show called Slasher on Netflix. It was. It's a Canadian show originally on the Chiller Network. And if you like slasher films and gory, like Friday the Thirteenth movies, uh, this whole series is for you. I'm loving it. Uh, I've already seen two seasons of it. It's fabulous, and it's it's called Slasher. Uh, each series deals with a different type of killer. Uh, and it, it's a fiction, but it's wonderful. So the Menendez brothers 
killed their parents in vicious cold blood. The, the murders were vicious. They were cruel. They were horrible. I'm not saying these were good guys. But if they were abused over years, if they did feel trapped, and if nobody was helping them, is 33 years enough? What do you think? What do you think? I'd love to hear from you down below. I'd love to hear from you at contact at reallycorel.com. I'd love for your comments down below on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash reallycorel. You know, do you think 33 years of their life, all of their life, basically, they went into jail at 18 and 20. Now they're in their 50s. So all of their life was taken. I mean, really, even if they got out now, they're in their 50s. They're not going to have much life left. So they've served what is the equivalent of a life sentence, really. Is that enough? If the abuse can be validated, and now it can, you know, if, if we know now that they were living in a horribly untenable situation, you know, there's a, there's a saying, fuck around and find out. Okay, there's, there's that saying out there. And I have to tell you, if you're an abuser and you end up dead, you have no one to blame but yourself. You know, you really, you have no one to blame but yourself. And so to me, I, I, I believe that we should let them go. That it's time to show a little mercy they didn't show any to their parents, you will say, and you would be right. But it's time to show a little mercy and let them go. Because either way, we've taken their life from them. Their whole lives, from, from 18 to now in their 50s, we took from them. They paid for their crimes. They did. There are those of you that think there's only one way to pay for that kind of crime, and that's to die. I disagree. I think they have paid for their time. You know, I was also reading in entertainment news, not just about the Menendez brothers, but this Jason Aldean who released, released the video that was shot in a Tennessee lynching site called In a Small Town or something like that. Um, and now they have uh, a, a TikToker has actually found that a lot of the protest video that he uses in the video is from other countries. It's not even from America. But the headline said, country artists split on Jason Aldean's video. And I thought, that's why, that's, that's the biggest problem with America. You know, there's not two sides to that. You're a white country singer who basically has made a pro-lynching video. There's no two sides to that. Cancel the song, pull the video. It's the same as these headlines that say Republican split on January 6th becomes evident as Trump indictment nears. Now, I read about the dangers of us getting used to Trump being indicted. You know, they set his trial date for May for the espionage. There's going to be state charges from Georgia, which no Republican will be able to overturn. A, a, a president can't pardon state charges. Only federal. So here we have this guy, this president, ex-president,
who's now going to get probably two more indictments. So a total of four indictments, one for espionage, one for treason and insurrection, one for vote tampering, and then the money problems in New York. And people are acting like that's just common every day, like, oh, yeah, well, that's okay. It's not okay. It's not okay to have a candidate for president that's going to be indicted four times for major crimes. And we all have this Trump fatigue, like, oh, yeah, it's Trump. Well, of course it's going to be it. No. We should be appalled. I am Carell. You be who you want to be, so long it doesn't hurt anybody. We'll see you on Wednesday. I'd love to hear your comments about today's topics down below. Or email me. Just reach out and touch. Let's talk, baby. Let's talk. Patrons, stay with me. Hey, it's Carell. Ember and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing, and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really Carell. That's youtube.com forward slash really Carell for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really Carell. That's patreon.com forward slash really Carell. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, really Carell. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free CorelCast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free CorelCast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so that doesn't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.